And we are back, Steelers fans. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I am here with my big brother, Rich, and this is the Scobro Show. Rich, still doing great? Having a good time? Always great. Still Fired bummed, up. <laughs> still, still bummed that there was no Steeler football this past weekend, but barring any setbacks mm-hmm. from any of the rest of the teams we have to play all year due to COVID, we're now set for football. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? All that energy that I had getting amped up for the Titans, I didn't get to let it out. So now it's all directed about this game this week. That's why I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Um, Let's let's just do this. And I'm hoping that the Steelers are the same way. That's the thing. There we go. There's the terrible towels going that uh, they'll be in the stadium. We love it. So let's talk about how that's going to work out this week. Steelers are, the last time I checked, unless it changed today from where I did the article this morning, they're seven-point favorites. They're a touchdown favorite at home against the Eagles. They were only like a point and a half whenever the schedule came out. Are you surprised? Do you think that's about, you think that's a good number? Um, Yeah. I think it is too. I think it is too. I'm not, look. I get into some. I get in a little bit messing with the over unders and everything. But if you ask me if I care about where that number's at or where it's set, I don't care. I'll call. You know, I'll I'll try to predict games based on the over under. You know, do they cover? Do they not? This that. I try not to read too much in terms of where the line sets. Yeah, I don't like I don't like betting on the Steelers when they have when they have more than a touchdown. When it's more than a line on the touchdown. Well, not and that'll bet anyway. I mean, I'll I'll if I have the ch- opportunity before the season starts to put a little bit on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl, I I will because I, I did that not this year because I haven't been anywhere, but the year before. Um, yeah, I shouldn't do that anymore because the last time I did Ben Roethlisberger only played six quarters. Um, <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't even do that. But what I'm saying is, when I make my picks, at least through through the through the staff. Um, at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't like to bet on the – to pick the Steelers when it's more than a touchdown because they don't care about winning by more than a touchdown. They care about winning. And I already saw someone say in the live chat, I, I think it was just me, but I'm not sure. I'm sorry if I misquoted someone. Just think of this. The Steelers could have won by more two out of the three weeks. They could have gone over 30 the last two games, but instead they're taking a knee in the red zone to win the game. Yep. I mean, how much are you going to fault a team for taking a knee in the red zone to win the game? I mean, come on. I'd rather I'd rather have that than the points. I'd rather have that than the points. So um is, is there anything about this matchup that scares you this week? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I got something. If if you want to talk about something that scares me or something that I worry about. Okay, something that scares me. Nothing from the Philadelphia Eagles scares me. Okay. okay. The what scares me is just the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And do we come out and play with that same kind of mindset as, oh, Philly's not that great. We'll just show up and win. Not, we're going to not get fired up and we're going to totally dominate this game. And we're going to take it out on Philadelphia because the Titans were poo-poo heads. Yeah, that's 
See, but that's what I that's what I want to see. That's what I think we could see. We could see, but if we but, don't, if we play lackluster, that's what scares me. That and the, and, all, and the other thing is is what scares me is um, I don't want to complain about it, but you know what the narrative is going to be, and I can't deny it is that the Steelers want to roll, and the Titans screwed them over by not playing them. That's what it's going to be because if the Steelers don't come out looking just like they did. At, you know, in the second half of the Titans. And I'm not saying that's a wrong take. I'm just saying I don't want that to be the case. I want to see the Steelers, you know, they were they were continuing to get better while they were stacking their wins. You got to keep stacking those wins, which reminds me, the Steelers, the last three seasons have done pretty well, but stacking wins coming out of the bye, not just winning that first week. But last year, without Ben Roethlisberger, they won three straight. The year before, they won four straight. And the year before that, they won five straight. So, yes, it's early. But you know what? Whether you – I mean, and that's going to be the toughest stretch of of the season now. It's going to be um, you got Philly at home, Cleveland. Then you got those three road games that are going to go Tennessee, Baltimore, Dallas. And you're dealing with Baltimore coming off their bye, which stinks. It does. But you know what? You still got to be better than them to win the game, whether they're coming off a bye or not. Exactly. You know, bottom line is be be better. One thing that scares me. I can tell you, I can tell you some folks that that aren't even thinking about that as an excuse with Baltimore. And that would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. The players on the field. They don't care about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because most of the time I don't even look to see if, if teams are coming off their bye when they play the Steelers until that comes up because I don't care enough about them. I care about the Steelers because it's kind of the Mike Tomlin mindset. You know, you're dealing with that team that you're facing this week. And you know what? Once they're no, And you know what? They're dealing yeah. with us too. Don't forget yeah. that. That's the thing. They've, they've got to they've get ready for the Steelers. So my thing is, is get on that roll. Let's, let's get on that roll. So – the biggest thing that scares me from the Eagles that actually is the Eagles is the the biggest strength of their team is their is <laughs> a lot like the Steelers the defensive front. Mm-hmm. They do have a good defensive front. So the Steelers offensive line, they're going to have to come to play. And but here's the thing. It's Steelers offensive line, Eagles offensive line. Give me the Steelers. The Eagles is in rough shape. And I yep. still would say Steelers defensive line, defensive line, Eagles defensive line. I'll take the Steelers. No, all give day. me the Steelers there too. Right. So now you're looking at strength versus a big concern. There's a, I know Michael Beck put, put an article out there about the Steelers and out there in line where they could get tons of sacks this week. My thing is when, whenever Steelers that, don't care how, you know what? I can yeah. tell you one thing. I bet Cam Hayward does not care how many sacks the defense mm-hmm. gets this week. You know what Cam Hayward's worried about? One win. What? Yep. Win the game, baby. That's How many it. points? Do the Steelers need to score 30 points? Nope. They just need one more than the other team. That's all Sorry. that matters. So they could get a lot of sacks this week, but when you have that much of a mismatch, teams seem to plan around that. I thought, I thought that out of all the games the Steelers had so far this year, the one that they were primed to get the most sacks was in week one against the Giants. And there offensive line. And that's when they had the least because yeah. the the Giants spent all that time all preseason I guess preparing 
for that pass rush of the Steelers and not letting that completely dictate the game. That could be what the Eagles are are, are trying to do. But how crazy now, is it that they've won one game and they are by themselves leading the NFC East by a half a game because of that tie? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's sad. Yeah. But the the other thing I, w- I will say though is is this is you know. Oh shoot! That lost it. You got me off of talking about that tie. <laughs> got me thinking about four Kyle and apparently Wes as well that got knocked out of the survivor pool because of that tie. Because yeah. of that tie, yeah, <laughs> that tie. Um. Oh no! I, I. Oh, you! I hate you! I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> I did the little brother thing. I got you. You did the little brother thing. Where I you am going to say something. You talked so long, I lost what I was going to say. For those wondering, <laughs> for those wondering. The Steelers I got it back. Record. No, shut up for a second. I got Go it back. This is what I hope the Steelers are preparing for on their bye week, okay? I hope we make some secondary adjustments. We're okay. thinking they could pull off a lot of sacks. What I think there could actually be more potential for in this game is multiple picks in the secondary. There okay. You go. Sorry. So, okay, yeah, because that has been the weakest part of the Steelers' defense so far this year. And it could have, you know, like we say, it could have been by scheme. It could have been by design. We have an idea of what they did, but really not the intricacies of every little thing that they did, that they were, you know, they, they weren't going to let Saquon Barkley beat them. So they didn't mind giving up some yards in the air. Instead, he gets single-digit yards. So I, I understand that. You have to admit, the – the key, he went to, I'm pretty sure I know he's from Pittsburgh. I'm pretty sure he went to Penn State, the one running back for the Eagles. Sanders, right? Is it Miles? Is it Sanders? Miles? Yes. Some someone will, will correct me. He's pretty decent, but he's not he's not as good as any of the other running backs that they face this year. No. In my opinion. No. So no, no it's not a, it's not a knock on him. It's no. that the Steelers have had to go against Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon. And David Johnson, who might not be as good as what they have been in years past, but they still have that. Sanders you know, might Sanders yeah. might push Johnson. Yes. So I, you know, the biggest thing that and and Philly's struggling with having any wide receivers. I mean, didn't they have a day at practice last week where they only had one wide receiver healthy to practice? No, to practice with one wide receiver. So what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to use their running backs and their tight ends in their passing game. And so, we got one tight end on IR. Yeah, and one and one of their two big ones on IR. So not great, he was the number two. Um yeah. but still. Although he was oh he was picking me up some seriously good fantasy mm-hmm. numbers to start the year and then hits IR. Yeah. <laughs> so some of my fantasy teams look like alphabet soup, but yeah, whatever. So bottom line is the Steelers don't take it for granted. You've got to play angry. Play angry. Come out there. You know, I still I still think of my best speech I ever gave my 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 players when I was a coach, when I was all fired up and we had this great defense and we were going up against a team, and I told them, not one yard. Don't be satisfied with even giving up a yard. Don't give up a yard. And it was that mentality. That's what I want to see of the Steelers defense. Don't even let them have a first down. No first downs. You know, take it to them. So here we go. I think I, I think the sack streak will continue. I think they'll get at least one. Um, in case you're wondering, the Steelers' record for a game is 10, I do believe, and the record in a game um, in the NFL is 12. So it would be nice to be talking about that at halftime. 
Um, but I'm just letting you know that so you can be reminded of this fact as things stack up when you're doing your knee-jerk reaction article. So you're welcome. Uh, anything else you um, you, you want to say before we open it up to the live chat? Um, no, th this is the – again, I'm with you. I want to see the Steelers send a message to the rest of the league this week. Yeah. And, and, and that – and – you know, we talked about let's take let's take the frustrations of not getting to play the Titans and take it out on the Eagles. I, I think that goes double. I mean, pour, pour it on them and and let that be the message to the rest of the league. Yeah. Hey, this pissed us off. Look what we're going to do. Look out. So, yep. I, there was a question I wanted to bring up before I even typed in questions, and that was Thaddeus wants to know. With the Steelers not scoring opening drive touchdown in 20-something games, is that on the offensive coordinator for poorly scripting opening drive plays or offense just starting slow? Rich. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. It is a combination of both. It is. I would say I'm going to say this. I'm even I'm going to throw a number on it. I'm going to say 70 script, 30 poor play. I mean, yep. think about it. I mean – the um against the Broncos, what they do on that first drive, very first play, set up a real nice jet sweep, would have gotten some good yards. Fumble, Fumble. lost eight yards. You know, that's not on the script. That's not on I the script. I thought the script was a much better in week three, but I don't know yeah. how much of a script there was because they were playing no, they were going up tempo, which made me wonder is Ben just coming up and calling the play? Maybe their best script was let's not have one. <laughs> let's just go no huddle and let Ben call the and let Ben call it on what he sees. What's, <laughs> Loved, it. Uh, Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Until Ben would show that that's a problem. Why would you, you could do that? Yeah. So um, this isn't a question, but I got to bring it up because Maddie P, one of the blokes from down under, make sure you're, t you're checking out the, the, um, the Steelers touchdown under. Uh, podcast that comes out Saturday mornings. He said, "I'd prefer we hold them to zero rather than break 30. I've, yeah, you're, I, I love your line of thinking. Love it, absolutely. Yep. Like we can come out, you know, winning the game forty nine to thirty three. Yeah. See, that's not sending a message to no. the rest of the league. Okay, winning the game twenty six to zip. That's sending a message to the rest of the league." Let's return the favor. Let's go 34 to 3. You know what that is? What's that? That's the score of the last time the, the Steelers and Eagles played. Okay. On the other way around. Okay. You remember that one? No, I don't. That was no, really, oh, that was four years ago. That was bad. That was probably that just was, that was oh bad. wait. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, sorry. Thanks yep. for stirring up terrible memories. Yep. So you from understand. your mind, I'm going to ask you a question. Who in the NFC East wants the number one pick? <laughs> Apparently all of them. Apparently all of them. They all want to fight for it. So, um, so yeah, I know that's bringing thing. So, because Mark wants to know, will the Steelers have a shutout game this season? Shutouts are so hard in the NFL. I'm trying to – I got to look they that are up. Very, the last time there was a very, shutout? They're very difficult in today's NFL because so many of the rules um, – benefit the offense and it's hard to at least keep a team out from scoring three yeah and there are some really good kickers in the league here you, yeah. you want to know what i think anytime 
a defense keeps the other team out of the touchdown zone, that's that's like pitching a shot. I think talking like three take, or six points. Yeah, I'd take thirty-four to three, where the where the Eagles score on a fifty-three yard field goal at the end of the first they, half. That's what they had to. That's what they had to yeah. do to get three points. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. Um, people are are also wondering to you know why I reminded them of that terrible oh, Eagles game. Last see time. that one. Yeah. That one's particular. That one was particular tough on uh, Kyle and I uh-huh. because um, the other the the other side of my family, not our wonderful yes. Schofield side, not my the, side. Those people the, I'm not related to. But the Madison side, where Renee's brother and her stepbrother are big. Tremendous, huge Eagle fans. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just, and they've not. not been particularly, especially we saw Renee's brother a couple weeks ago, and he's not been particularly happy. I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah, let's keep it. Right <laughs> so, but you forget. So, sorry, Ryan. We got to keep it that way. I, I, I don't know what the matchups look like. I don't know if they any of them face each other this week, but I'm like the Eagles could lose and still be still be leading the East. You know, I mean, I, Washington and Dallas, I'm pretty sure don't play to each other this week, so it's still very possible. So, um, here's another good question for Matty P. What happens first? Ben throwing four touchdowns in a game or two interceptions in a game? I'm, uh, you know what? I, I think there's a good chance it could be the four TDs. Okay. Um, just because of our ability to spread the ball around to so many different guys. And I believe Ben's ability to spread the ball around to so many different guys makes it less likely of him throwing picks. You think about all the picks that he's thrown in the past. Well, he threw a lot of them to try to force the ball into Mr. Third and Fifth. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think there's probably a better chance he throws four touchdowns. You ready? Yep. I think I think it's two interceptions. Yeah. Um, nothing against Ben, and because sometimes, I mean, did you see the pick six in in the Kansas City New England game last night? I that mean, I did that not. was not on that was not on the quarterback. He hits he hits Julian Edelman at the line of scrimmage in the hands at his face mask, and he doesn't catch the ball, and it goes right into the arms of 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 the honey badger who runs it in for six. I mean, that had nothing to do with the quarterback, nothing. Nothing. So that happens sometimes. And the reason I don't know that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be in a situation that he has to throw the ball four times for a touchdown. I really, you know, to have me, to yeah. no, but could he? Yeah, he, he could. could. And where it's going to happen, Dave, is if they put it up in like, and like, he'd have to do it in the third quarter. They're not going to throw a fourth quarter touchdown. In a How do you know that? that? In a game that's that high scoring, because I don't think they're going to be giving up that many points. Okay, except for the fact that they will not, you know, no. you're talking fourth quarter and you're mm-hmm. up big and there's 10 minutes to go in the game. You tell me we're never going to throw the ball? Oh, no, 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 no. And well, what I'm saying is. And, and like, where he's going to get that is he's going to throw an eight-yard slant to Juju who breaks the tackle and takes it out. Yeah, I just started to think about that. I'm like, you know, that's not a very good take. I'm going to change my mind on this. Okay, you know, but It's going to take something like that because – or. Or next thing you know, the Steelers are down at at the you know their first and goal at the five, and something happens. Uh oh, they you know Ben Roethlisberger gets an intentional grounding penalty, or you know like last last time. 
or or there's or there's something that all of a sudden it's third and goal and they're at the and they're at the at the at the nine. You yeah. know, then they're gonna they're you know, honestly, if it's in the fourth quarter and they're up by more than a touchdown, I see them even on third and goal from the nine running a draw and kicking a field goal just because that's kind of how they work. I, I guess what I'm yeah. saying is not that it's impossible. It's just not going to be as likely. It's I will agree with you that if, that if the two interceptions come first, that one of them will not be Ben's fault. Yeah. So yep. I mean, I'd agree with that. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't mind seeing two interceptions from Mason Rudolph because he has to, because he comes into the game because the Steelers are winning by so much. You know, he has my permission. Or one from each quarter. That's not going to happen much, though, because you know how much Ben hates to come out of the game. I know. That's true. But, uh, boy, it would be nice to have that royal beatdown shellacking when that could happen. So um, I'm just bringing up the very next one. I'm way behind the live chat. I'll try to catch up. Wes wants to know if we think uh, McFarland could be in for a good matchup against this defense that has a good but somewhat light front seven. I don't know that he's a pound them kind of guy when you're dealing with later guy. I, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that it, I don't want to say that the matchup is good mm-hmm. for Ant Mac against that front mm-hmm. seven. I wouldn't see it as being much different from what I saw from him against mm-hmm. the Texans. And the thing you've always got with Ant Mac is get the ball in his hands, get him just a little bit of space. He's always got the possibility to make something happen and could take it to the house. Yes. So, so I mean, I, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying the matchup isn't favorable. I'm not saying it is favorable. I'm saying that to me, it's a matchup. Could I see Ant Mag getting a touchdown? It has the potential. But it I don't see it as being anything because of the Eagles. I yeah. see it more as being because yeah. of Ant Mac and what he brings. Once again, it is so difficult. I do really love how the Steelers have not given given a running back twenty carries this year. Yep, they they haven't hit twenty. I think they've been at nineteen a couple times. I like that. You know, you still have a premier back, but you don't have to run him into the ground. Correct. So it's hard to say because who knows? Maybe maybe Benny Snell comes in for 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 a few snaps early, much like McFarland did. The last time the Steelers played, I keep wanting to say last week, but I know it was more than a week ago. I know. Um, and maybe, and maybe Snell just bolt, runs over people, and they realize, you know, he's the guy we're going to give it to some today. Just, I mean, things change. I know sometimes people disagree. As someone who's coached football, and and Jeff, who's also coached a lot of stuff, we agree with this. Sometimes there is such a thing as a hot hand. It really is, you know. Sometimes it works. Running through people for six, seven yards a pop. Maybe you're like, you know what? Let's the Steelers say, you know what? We're going to do this some more until they show they can stop it. Yep. All right. And that would would take away from me at Matt. Okay. Dusk Thunder. Who do you think was better, Feetner or Haley? Haley. I think they both brought different things. I thought. Haley they both brought and they both brought frustration, but they were both different frustrations as well. Different frustrations. Um, Haley was more of a personality issue and a stubbornness issue, like he wouldn't yeah. run the quarterback sneak. Um, but boy, he and Haley was very much a my way or the highway kind of guy. Yeah. Yep. Um but do I do I like some of what he could do and where his offensive mind was? I think was probably a little better than Feekner's. Yep. Cree wants to know. 
the odds that the Steelers will keep the Eagles under 200 total yards. That's a that's a great question. That's is good. Uh, 200 total yards. I'd say we've probably got about a 25% chance of doing that. I say, I'm going to give it kind of a Dave answer. I'm going to say the magic number is seven. The magic number seven is if the Steelers can get seven or more sacks, they're going to set them back so many yards from those that they're going to put them under 200. That's, that's true. That's, that's a good one. Okay. Um, that I truly, think, truly stat geeky answer there. It's truly geeky. Got to love it. Yep. Just me wants to know, do we have zero interceptions? Meaning, I'm going to assume that that, that they mean that, that she means throwing. Yeah, I, that we throw zero interceptions. No, we'll so, answer both. Yeah, answer both. I think the Steelers will. I don't think this is the week to not have an interception. I think Ben will possibly throw one just because they didn't play last week. You know, one of those factors. Uh, but I think the Steelers will get one, if not more. Yeah, I see it one to one. Okay. I'm kind of with you. E- each quarterback probably throws a pick. Yeah. So yeah. actually, you know what? No, I got to go back on that. Wentz is going to throw two. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he could be. He, he, yeah, because he's been a little more careless with the ball. Yeah. I've. Oh my goodness! I'm so far behind on the live chat. You all didn't have any idea. That's okay. all right. I followed um, back with you, and so now I'm way behind. Yeah, too. Wes wants to know Jets on our schedule. Not this year, unfortunately. The nope. team from the team from the East that the Steelers played, um, um, is they play the Bills this year. Yep. So, um, you got one. Yep. Next one up was that one. All right. So, when do you think the Steelers finally score thirty plus? Um, I'm going to say this week. I think they're, I think I think this week they. You've can. already said the score is going to be thirty-four to three. So no, I didn't say. I mean, I would be nice if it would, but that's not my official prediction. Um, but like I said, it would be nice. But I, I honestly, you know what? I take it back. I don't know that it will be this, be this week, because if the defense is completely dominating the game, I'm telling you, 25, 26 points for us and zero for them would be wonderful. Yes, I would like. I would like that. So, but, um. But you know what? I, I give us about a 50-50 chance to get 30 this week. It's really going to depend on the Eagles. And it's going to kind of depend on how we play. If we give up a few points, like if we give up 14, I think our chances of scoring over 30 goes up. Yeah. Hey, I keep bringing up the same the same person asking questions, but it's funny because Matty P is not allowed to ask anymore because Mark told him that he needs to save these questions for their own show. <laughs> so so we'll go back to Dusk Thunder again. What's to know? Will they keep the streak of having a hundred yard rusher? I I think we do. Yeah. Um my my biggest concern of when that stops is when they divide up the yardage too much. If it stops, it's going to be because of that. Yeah, I, I don't worry so much about it. the the hundred yard rusher has been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I would prefer to see us get a hundred and thirty plus as a team. Yeah. So Yep. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm. You know what I'm reading right now? Everybody's answers to these questions. I know everybody's. Which somebody is, brings up a question and oh well. Here here's a great question. Okay. You missed it. It was right under the one you just did. Bring it up. <laughs> so Wes oh, asked Mark, no, when did your show air? I saw that one. I saw that one. Yeah, there's an audio only comes out Saturday mornings. Um, it's kind of hard for them to do the YouTube thing being 14 hours in the future. Oh, so. 
Okay. With two interceptions, four touchdowns. Could they come in the same game? Honestly, if if that could, because if the Steelers are turning the ball over, they could be in a situation where they need more need the more points. So that's a well, good that, I know that that's an interesting little twist to throw in on that. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm gonna crazy blue. If that, ends up ha- if that ends up happening, I will. Yes, that I will crazy blue two two three. You gotta remember that. Um, so. we're, I'm gonna have to just stop just because we're really running over. You've got to think about what your score prediction is. Um, was we bring up um, crazy blue once once again? What comes first, an Edmonds interception or breaking thirty points? Breaking thirty. Okay. I, I could I could see that. I just I don't know the he doesn't have the best tracking the ball skills. We know this. I don't see Edmonds. Edmonds is more the guy that hasn't earned the confidence to to make the play that he has to on the ball, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I would definitely see the 30 points. So Rich, do you have your prediction? I do. For Sunday. Yep. Okay, what do we have? 31 to 6 Steelers. 31 to 6 Steelers. If you anyone they has call, their prediction out, out there, throw it up that quick before we close. They give that state, make that statement. They give the pounding. We give up a couple field goals. That's it. Yeah. 31 to 6. I love it. I might have to remember that. Who knows? I might even steal that. No, don't do that because you know that, that's hard to put that biggest spread on a game when you're kind of picking it. But um, Corey, I, I can really see that. that's not yep. a bad one, Corey. I like it. Matty P, twenty-eight fourteen. Brent has thirty-eight fourteen. Wes has thirty-five thirteen. Hmm, these are some interesting scores. Well, I'll I'll continue to bring some of them up on YouTube. We might not say them out loud for those of you on audio because. Want to let you know we are back to our regular podcast schedule because we are back to our regular scheduled game. Fingers crossed, nothing pops up here. Um, that that that's what will that's what you'll be getting from behind the steel curtain. You will have the audio only shows coming all week with the regular. Let's ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We had the live mic Tuesday. My stat geek will be on Thursday. You've got the touchdown under on Saturday. Then you've also got the the pregame show with Brian, and it has been with Kevin. Um, he couldn't he couldn't do the one against the Texans um, because his high school season starting to ramp up with everything. Um, then you you've got the the small shows. You've got the injury reports. You've got some breaking news ones that come out that we had last week. You've got the Tomlin recaps, and then you've got all the YouTube shows that we have uh, um, Saturday through Thursday. So you'll have the Know Your Enemy tomorrow night. Make sure you're checking that out. Thursday night's preview. Saturday's Brunch with Tony. You'll get a post-game show Sunday. Rich, how you feeling? You you ready to get back to back to football? Feeling better. Get back to some Steeler football. Hey, if anybody out there, you know, listening, if you happen to be one of those lucky 5,500 fans to go to the game, remember, two terrible towels, one for each hand. Yep. And uh, Wes wants to know, will there be an Eagles guy this week? Yes, there will be. And we'll have an extra audio podcast for you guys when I go on the Eagles show this week that I will be doing that. Um, uh, Bleeding Green Nation will be coming on to our show tomorrow night, and I will be going on their show. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when that airs because it's not on. It's not a live show. It's a it's a recording, recorded show. So um, 
ready for this game, ready for this to go on, but let's get there. Let's stay focused. Let's do everything we can. Wave those towels. Wave those towels. We want to thank you all for joining us again tonight. We will see you next week, hopefully celebrating another Steelers victory.